This podcast contains bad words. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Notes on Nonsense. This is where I, Meredith Atwood, pontificate for 10 to 20 minutes each week on something that is complete and utter nonsense. This is in celebration of my new book coming out in December called The Year of No Nonsense, How a Little Less Bullshit Can Change Your Life. Today's topic, waiting is bullshit. Good things come to those who wait, right? That's what we hear all the time. I am here to say that waiting is bullshit. (laughs) And what I mean by that is here is the thing. We are often waiting for the wrong things. The publishing industry is notoriously slow. From the time that I came up with the idea for my new book to the time it's being published is about two years and three months. That is a waiting game that's worth waiting for. You can't really control anything with regard to that kind of waiting. You can't really force a baby to come sooner. (laughs) That kind of waiting is just part of life, but that's not the waiting I'm talking about. I am talking about the waiting that we are doing for the next step in our life. We are waiting for the perfect time time. We are waiting for the perfect person, the perfect body, the perfect shoes, the perfect anything in order to take the next step. When X happens, then I will do this. That is the waiting that I'm talking about. At any given time in your life, you are totally capable of moving the ball forward down the field. There may be things that you truly have to wait on. For example, in the publishing industry, (laughs) I can't get my book to come out any sooner than December 17th. That's what's happening. But what can I do in the meantime to make sure that my book launch is successful? There's a ton of stuff. Yeah, I'm waiting for this book to come out, but there is stuff I can be doing to ensure that the book launch, it goes well, that everything is around it. This is true for every single portion of our lives. We can move the ball down the court while we are waiting for a big thing. But the problem is most of us aren't even waiting on a big thing. Most of us are waiting on little piddly bullshit We are waiting on things that we could be acting on. We are waiting to wear a bathing suit to the beach when we look perfect. Let me tell you something. The older we get and the more time passes, the less opportunity of looking perfect. (laughs) It just goes downhill. I have embraced that. Yes, I have lost some weight and I've changed my body, but the skin that is attached to my body is never going to look like it did when I was 20 and it's not meant to. I'm not 20. I'm almost 40. I got 40-year-old skin, (laughs) but I'm not going to wait anymore to go to the beach and wear the bathing suit I want to wear. There's no point in waiting because I waited my entire 20s. Listen, (laughs) I waited from about age 18 to 35 where I did not wear like essentially go to a beach at all. I didn't go to the pool. I didn't want to even be out in a bathing suit because of how I looked. I did not feel good about it. I get that, dude, I totally get it. But what we're doing when we're waiting for the perfect body, when we're waiting for the perfect time, the perfect job, the perfect partner, we are not living. All those years I could have had like the sun on my skin with with sunscreen, of course, (laughs) but I could have been experiencing life in the body I had, being present in the day-to-day. Instead, I chose to wait. To wait on what? The perfect body that I'm never going to have. Not even close. Because 
I'm a Miss 40. <laughs> and what is the perfect body anyway, people? We have got to stop waiting. And to that end, if you want to change your body, your life, your career, your marriage, your relationships, your family, whatever you want to change, I can guarantee you the one thing that is not going to change a damn thing is waiting. You have to move forward. You have to take action. You have to make a plan. Now, that doesn't mean it's always going to work out, but I promise that waiting is going to do nothing. And here's what I mean. Everyone communicates differently. We all have methods of handling stress. We have different communication skills. We have ways that um, certain things impact us that are different from person to person. As you can imagine, I'm sort of the person that puts the helmet on, (laughs) bends my head down, and I go forward, right? I just move forward through stuff. That's the way I work. I have many friends and most of my clients, 80% of my clients are not that way. They move much more contemplatively, lots more in the head, lots more purpose, lots more thinking, worrying, stressing out about the action part of it. I get it. That's why I'm here doing these episodes. That's why I'm coaching is because I see that there is a problem with all of us moving forward. Not everyone has the skill. And for the longest time, the skill I had was just barreling forward without any thought straight into addiction and other things. So I'm not saying that my method of doing things is particularly any better than anyone else's, and sometimes it's even worse. So that's not why I'm here. I'm not saying you all need to move at the speed of light, doing things very fast and without thinking. But we do need to do something. And if you're caught in a loop in your head where you're just thinking and thinking and thinking and nothing is happening. And then you're just waiting. I'm thinking and waiting and thinking and waiting, thinking and waiting. It's these two things that will get you nowhere so quickly. And not only will it get you nowhere, but it's going to have you so jumbled up and tangled in your own head. You're not going to be able to do anything. You're just going to be paralyzed. (laughs) Yay. I'm just here with all sorts of joy. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is um, when we are not doing anything and not moving the ball down the court, we are literally stuck. And if you'll refer to another episode, being stuck is bullshit because this is still part of the being stuck problem is not taking action. You're not stuck. You're only stuck if you want to be stuck and you want to be waiting for something that may not ever happen. That is the key here. Literally, the thing you are waiting on may never happen. Ever. And then what happens if it doesn't happen? Then you've wasted, 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 wasted each day, each life that you haven't done something to move yourself forward. This may seem like really bad news, but this is actually really great news, you guys. It's wonderful news to know that you can take charge of a lot of your life if you just say, you know what? I'm not going to wait on X, Y, and Z. I'm just going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to move forward with these things. You know, it can also be called a contingency plan, (laughs) a backup plan, if you will. Yeah, maybe you're waiting on this dream job. Maybe you're not going to find out for six months, but you can be working on all sorts of stuff in the meantime. You can be doing professional um, certifications, accreditations to, to benefit you if you do get that job. And if you don't, then you'll have some other stuff under your belt. If you are going to on a vacation in six months and you're waiting to hear if you're actually going to get to go or if it's going to be somewhere else, you can do other things to prepare for it, to get yourself in line, to work out, to whatever your goal is. You can always be doing something to move it forward. 
Somewhere along the way, we learned that we could send a smoke signal up into the air and then we just sit on our asses and we wait. We wait for someone else to come find us. And I write in my book, I have a favorite line in my book, and it's not narcissistic to love a line from your book, but when I wrote it, I thought, there is probably no bigger truth than this line right here. And it was about our relationship to ourselves and other people and how we expect other people to save us. We blame other people and then we expect them to fix us, whether it's our psychologist, our spouse, whoever. We are responsible for ourselves. And here's the big thing. So many times we're waiting for this other person to notice that we have not called or talked or that we're not doing okay. We expect other people, we're waiting for them to reach out to us. And here's the thing. This is the line from the book. No one is coming for you. You know why? Because they don't know you're missing. Nobody knows you're in pain in sadness, in trouble, unless you tell them. So when you're waiting for someone to come for you, when you're waiting for that job to find you, when you're waiting for whatever you're waiting for, nobody knows you're missing. That is so big. And it's not because people don't care. People care. But people are also in their own shit. They are in their own pain. They don't know how to handle their own wants and waiting and desires. They don't know to look for you. They don't know you're missing because they're missing. If everyone would just stop waiting, start talking and start going after what we all want and need, then we have a community of people who are being honest with each other, who are telling their truths, who are standing up for what they believe in, what they need, and then authenticity, vulnerability, relationships, all these things that buzz, 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 everyone's talking about, but no one is doing because everyone is still stuck in their damn heads and waiting. I love the whole concept of vulnerability and authenticity, and I, I thrive on it. But where I think those dialogues are missing the mark is to talk about it, to have some authentic, authenticity, sure, to be vulnerable, but to really find your community. And in order to do that, you have to talk. You have to tell people, I'm missing. I'm lost. Here's proof of life, but that's all I got right now. My heart is beating, but the rest of me feels dead. Somebody help me. But we don't want to reach out. We're waiting for someone to find us. We're waiting for that perfect job, for someone to just be walking down the damn street and say, oh, you look like you'd be good for this job. Or for a beach to say, you've won an inclusive vacation. Here's a swimsuit that's going to make you look perfect. And here's a handsome man to hand you a drink. That doesn't sound bad, except the drink. I don't do that. But here's the thing. You're waiting for the perfect time, the, for, the perfect, t I mean, the perfect time for quitting something, for starting something, all these perfect things we're waiting for, they will never come. You know what the perfect time is to do anything? Right now. Right now. Right now is the perfect time to prepare your meals so you feel good. Right now is the perfect time to go for a walk, to buy some exercise equipment, to look at your finances, to get your head out of the sand. Whatever your major nonsense is going on right now, right now is the perfect time. It's time to stop waiting. My challenge for you this week is to take a great big look at what you're waiting on. If you're waiting on a publisher, I can't help you there. <laughs> that is part of life. If you're waiting on a baby and you're 41 weeks pregnant, I can't help you there either. Try some castor oil. Do people still actually do that? <laughs> but if you're waiting on things, you can move. If you're waiting on other people to do things for you, 
stop waiting. It's time for you to take responsibility and move forward the best way you can right now. There is no other time. The past is the past. The future, you don't know what you can do with it. You've only got now to move forward and to make your life what you want it to be right this second. Thanks for listening.